You're listening to Skullcrack, Ireland's first and foremost Magic the Gathering podcast. I'm your host David Wolf, and I'm joined here by Kieran and Alan. And each and every week we bring you all the latest Magic news as well as our tournament report and of course our deck of the week. Hey lads. Hey, how's it going? What's the story? Who are we? We're back from our honey bobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great hobby bobs. The city of Madrid was beautiful. It was. <laughs> we spent. We were supposed to go um, sightseeing on the Monday after the GP, but we stayed in the pub and drank sangria all day. Yeah, it's a very Spanish like, activity. So, so no, nobody regret can anything. Yeah. yeah. Same on Thursday morning. We got in. We were going to check out the city centre, and we just went to a cafe and drank two beers. Yeah. And then slept for four hours when we yeah. checked in. Yeah, that's oh, true. So, actually, yeah. very early flight. Come on, come on. Yeah. It was. Well, yeah, it was nobody can fault us. Nobody yeah. can fault us. When I was at work today, people asked me how the weather was in Madrid, and I said it was raining the whole weekend. And they seemed to like, they were like, oh my god, that's so awful. I was like, well, I mean, it wasn't raining inside the pubs. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Or inside the tournament hall. It's all over the tournament hall. Magic. Yes. Ah, so we went to GP Madrid. Um, we'll, get, we'll get back onto that later. Uh, we have a few other things to hit before that. The first thing is, apologies for the late episode. It's about a day late just because of the whole GP Madrid thing. Coming back, getting back into our routines and what have you. Um... So here it is now. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy. You're, you're listening to it. <laughs> exactly. Or are you? What? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> uh, secondly, congratulations to Keith O'Hare, who is the winner of the, our Glorybringer Playmat giveaway. So I'll be contacting Keith by email and he can let us know if he wants it signed or not. Yeah, great stuff. <laughs> Keith is a great yeah. fighting game player. I know him from the Street Fighter community. Yeah, he's a um, recent uh, Magic convert. Yeah. Seen so. him around the shops a few times. So. Um, yeah, he's gotten into it. He's gotten good pretty fast. As yeah, well. yeah, like yeah. He's, he's he's really really good at fighting games. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that he's learning yeah, magic yeah, quickly yeah. as well. Class. He can use his uh, playmat for fighting. No, you can't use playmat for fighting games, can you? You can. You put, put it on your, your lap. Put your stick down on it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Got it. Nice. Everyone be like, "Oh, a sick dragon on your playmat." Or you could do like back in the day in the arcades in the nineties when no one had to do special moves. Okay. What people used to do was get their coat and they'd put it over their hands on the arcade stick so no one could see your hands. Because then they wouldn't be able to figure out how to do how you were doing fireballs and stuff. What? That is fucking amazing. Yeah. Holy so you, shit. So you could do that with, with the playmat. Oh my god. It kind of makes it very sweet. Yeah. yeah. It kind of makes it sad that all this knowledge is out there with the agent internet. There's no mystery to yeah. gaming anymore. Yeah. There's like an analog with magic as well. People always talk about how yeah. it's all net decks and stuff now mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But it was the same like in the in the arcades back in the Street Fighter days. No one. You have to just like learn a combo by watching someone else do it, and then just put money yeah. in the machine until you figured out how to do it as well. Yeah, it's crazy. Like there's, there's an amazing moment. This is, I don't go on many Street Fighter sides, but this is a great story. <laughs> at, the, at the Street Fighter Alpha Two uh, American National Championships in 1998, the finals was uh, John Choi against Alex Valle, two of the greatest American Street Fighter players of all time. And uh, Alex Valle had figured out this completely like busted technique in the game, which which became known as the Valle Custom Combo after this. But he found out uh, in layman's terms, basically, if you go up close to someone, so you're like uh, your characters are quite close to each other, mm-hmm. and then you. Uh, you activate your custom combo, which uh, it's, I don't know if anyone's ever played Street Fighter Alpha, but it's like your no. character starts doing these shadows and you can like basically juggle them in the air and stuff while it's okay. activated. Yeah, yeah. But if you just activate it while you're while they're standing up doing nothing uh, and then you just immediately sweep them, they just can't block it. It's just unblockable. Okay. It's like a bug in the game. Okay. But no one figured this out for ages and Vaya just figured it out playing against one of his friends yeah. and uh, he like kept it secret for like months before the Nationals. Oh my God, it's amazing. And then he only busted it out like in the top eight. 
And, like, no one was able to do anything about it. And then in the finals, John Choi realised what was happening and began doing it back in the same match. Oh, my God. God, That's amazing. Unbelievable. So, yeah, that's the kind of thing that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It reminds me of that um, Smash Bros. documentary when they talk about, The Smash Brothers. Yes, yes. They talk about, there's, like, East Coast, or it's, like, I think it's East Coast and West Coast, and they eventually started to play against each other, like, the communities of Smash Mm. Bros. players, and, like, like, people from... Another place came and they're just like so much better than everyone there. It's just like holy crap! How do these guys know how to do all these moves? Like how are they so much better than us? Yeah, it's yeah. just because like all the all the information is like off in little pockets of oh yeah geography or whatever. It's, it's weird. Siloed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was the same with with the Japanese as well in fighting games. It's like they'd come over to the American tournaments, Evo in the just early two thousands, and they'd just be doing unblockable moves and combos people had never seen before and like <laughs> characters that everyone thought was ter- everyone thought were terrible yeah, yeah literally yeah. yeah Urian in third strike everyone thought he was crap but he just has this like completely cheap unblockable where you can just kill someone from full health basically and they can't do anything about it if you could set up the situation right class and then like yeah one of the Japanese players didn't even play that character but then he realized none of the Americans knew how to beat this tactic so okay. he just so he just started picking Yuri and he, like, <laughs> he like, won the tournament I think it's base yeah. class it's kind of like boggles right yeah pretty much yeah, yeah. yeah. turn up to GP yeah takes, it takes a bit more physical dexterity than, than playing boggles you gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta slap so many pants on your boggles so. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's true yeah. you have to make sure that all your auras are clearly uh, arranged yeah very yeah. difficult yeah exactly um, okay great nice nice uh, street fighter aside that's my old man street fighter ramblings <laughs> I like it um, okay we had a little bit of news well quite a bit of news actually mm. the last week yeah so Dominaria the set was mostly leaked yeah. um, by Wizards themselves. They posted up the release notes on their Chinese site in Chinese instead of the Masters 25 release notes. So people obviously started to translate it immediately. And I think it's about 150 cards from the set or something are known. Yeah, um, well, it was like 162 specifically, something, something like that. Like that it's, yeah. it's a crap load anyway. Yeah, mo- most of the cards in the set. And I'm sure probably... A, I'm sure there are other cards that are exciting in the set, but mm. there, you know, there could also be a lot of like not complex cards because you know they don't need release notes. Yeah, they're not yeah. Complex. Maro said on Tumblr that there were some big cards yet to be revealed. But, okay, but it's good. Uh, but obviously, you're going to say that because you're not just going to be like, "Yep, that's the spoilers. Go yeah. home, everybody. <laughs> we're done." <laughs> yeah. Um, so they they did address it very very quickly. Uh, there was a statement by Blake Rasmussen, and then later one by Aaron's For- Foresight. Where they basically and they put up the English version because they were like, well, cuts out of the bag now. We have to do this. Uh, the the English version of the release notes. I mean, mm-hmm. um, but they basically said that they're going to move up Dominaria spoilers. But then they kind of backed off that a little bit and they said, ah, oh, we're going to actually push it back a week, a week further back than what we said we would, just to preserve the experience for the people who don't who haven't looked up the spoilers yeah. yet and still want to enjoy them in the normal way and and for the content creators <laughs> who get spoiler cards yeah it's oh, yeah, very important yeah, for yeah. them for those people and th- that drives traffic to lots of people's sites and to be honest there's there's no art for these cards mm. um, because it's just the release notes so I think it, it actually it is it, I, I looked through the, the visual spoiler quote unquote myself as, as did you guys yeah. yeah and it is very hard to like connect with the cards when there's no art yeah, it's, true, yeah. it's like just, did you ever, do you ever read any like forum threads or whatever where people just design cards? Yeah. Or like, you know, the post on the great designer search or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, 
it's it, they just don't feel like magic cards. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So that's that's what's that's what's happening. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna start previewing on March twenty first, I think, which is yeah. When's that? It's in a week's in time. A week, one day. Yeah. 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 Um, I believe that's when they're starting. Yeah, I think it is. No, that doesn't make sense because it's what? Wednesday today. So March twenty first. Yeah, they they would start on a Monday. So maybe they're doing a March nineteenth. Something like that. Okay. I thought right. it was twenty first. Could be the week after that. Twenty sixth. Is it? I don't know. But they're, no. they're not happening now. They're not happening right now. Okay. No. no. But everybody was ready for them to start happening on Monday. Yeah. But instead, we did get one. Oh yeah. One spoiler. And what they, one? they gave us something to tide us over, which is uh, one of the. And w- by the way, we're not going to talk about the. The cards. No, same as before when there was the big leak. I mean, this one was Wizards' own fault that it happened. But still, it's like we know there are people who are avoiding reading about these cards and want them spoiled the normal spoiler season way. So yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, We're not going to talk about them until they're... uh, I mean, it might be hard for us not to slip in a few, <laughs> like one or two things. Because, Garn's back. But yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we all knew it was going yeah. anyway. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, rest assured, we won't be talking about the majority of these cards. Yeah. And we won't be purposefully spoiling any. Yeah. Hopefully we're pretty vigilant about that. That is a spoiler, though. Some of the cards have vigilance. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me have a, have a check for, for the actual card that they did. Yes. Sign up. Or uh, reveal. And yeah, I think it kind of makes sense that they uh, reveal this one first because one thing, yeah, Mark Rosler said is that, or I, I think it's one of one of those Wizards articles was that, uh, no, yeah, you know what all the cards are, but you're still, you know, the some of the artwork and some of the flavor text is really, really surprising. Mm. And then, and this is like a prime example of artwork that's very, very surprising because it's a whole for, new for this particular card. Yeah, it's, it's a entirely new frame, whole new design. design. Yeah, it's so cool. I love it. I it's really hate a magic card. No, yes. that's that's the meme, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I didn't like this at all when I first saw it. Now I'm like, I've turned around on it a little bit. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. it. I'm okay yeah. with it. Uh, I just, I think it's fine. I just don't really understand why. Like, what are they getting across by doing that? Maybe to make it look like a scroll? Yeah, yeah I think that's the first impression a lot of people had. I read the Reddit thread about this, and yeah. lots, lots of people were mentioning that. To me, it doesn't exactly look like a scroll, though. No, it just it looks, looks like a. It looks like a netrunner card to me. Yeah, very like a netrunner card, which well, are which are cool looking. It also looks quite like the 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 way they format. They, you know, the have you seen the mock up that they were going to use for like the tenth edition or something? Oh yeah. Or when yeah. was it that they changed the frames? Eighth edition. Yeah, mm, yeah. So that they had like a mock up for a very mm. different frame. Yeah, yeah, and then they changed it to the slightly more conservative modern frame. Yeah, um, it looks quite like that. So, this is a saga card, and I assume all the saga cards will be for- formatted this way. This is Phyrexian, Phyrexian Scriptures. It's an enchantment, and I believe they're all enchantments, right? Yeah, saga yeah. is an enchantment. Yeah. Type. yeah. So it's a mythic rare. It costs two black black. Um, it says, as this saga enters, and after you draw, and after your draw step, add a lore counter. Sacrifice after three, and it has like one, two, three down the side. Um, so you just kind of move move the counter, I suppose, to to just show how many how many are there. So the first effect is put a plus one plus one counter on up to one target creature. That creature becomes an artifact in addition to its other types. Second effect: destroy all non-artifact creatures. Third effect: exile all cards from all opponents' graveyards. And to be clear, just so people understand how this works mechanically, uh, 
that will happen whenever you that will happen whenever you put a counter on this. So if you yeah. can manipulate the counters in some way, that will still cause the effect to trigger uh, as per how many counters are currently on it. Yes. Which is odd. It but, is odd. Yeah, but that's the way it works, apparently. Yeah. yeah. So if you... Uh, what's that What's that spell? It's like... Um, Eamon linked it to me today. It's like an instant... It's like two and a blue... It's called like clock working oh, or something. I might it. Clock spinning? Clock spinning. Clock spinning, no. yeah. Clock spinning, yeah. 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 There's two cards like this. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Two, it's two and a blue, and you can add or remove a counter yeah. from a permanent you control. Yeah. And then it has buyback three. Yeah, okay. but yeah. You can also add or remove counters from a time counters from things in exile, because yes. I, I use this in my disgusting Joyer to get you that. Yes. Ah, very good, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. That means you, sweet, could, yeah. you could, every if you have enough mana, then every turn you could just keep wrathing the board. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but... That's, okay, right. So you, you know can, what I mean. You, can, you subtract a counter. Yeah, you yeah take yeah. a counter off, and then whenever you put it on, it'll happen at instant speed if you can somehow put a counter on in an instant. Yes, but yeah. I don't think that's going to be the general way these are used in standard. That's no, no, in no, standard, I don't, I don't believe there's any way to manipulate counters other than winding constrictor. Is there? Yeah, and that doesn't work with enchantments. Yeah, it doesn't work with enchantments. Only players and creatures. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or is there? Or what, is that, that the flying pirate? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's permanent. true. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Might be because I know it. I know it affects planeswalkers. Yeah, yeah. So yes, could be. But you can only if you can only add a counter that's already there of a type that's already mm-hmm. there. I think yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that wouldn't be very good with this card. You would just skip the wrath. Oh yeah, you go from one to three. Uh, no, would you? Yeah. Oh no, you wouldn't. Sorry. Yeah, yeah you go from one to two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what do we think about the effect of this card, or how these cards play in general? Obviously, we haven't really seen anything like this. The only thing I can think of that seems like this in any way is Demonic Pact from yeah. Magic Origins. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good analogy. Yeah. Um, kind of like level up cards in a way. Kind of, yeah. But you don't have to pay anything for the level yeah. up. It just happens. It's like suspend more than anything to me. Yeah, but you get an effect every time. Yeah, but it's still like with this one. Obviously, the wrath is the big effect, right? Yeah. So like. This is like it's like a four mana wrath with suspend one. Yeah, because like much. I like in this in the type of deck this goes in, I don't really feel like you're not going to put this in a creature heavy deck, even if you get to save one of your creatures by making it into an artifact. Okay, you know what I mean. It's like you're, you're still not in the market for a wrath. In that case, you'd have to be like an entirely artifact based creature, artifact creature based deck. Well, yeah. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, I think you could. I th- yeah, you could. I think it's more likely to go in a control deck, though. Probably, yes. Maybe in a... But it doesn't rather than turn four, which is a problem. Uh, no, that's why I said with suspend one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, for a control deck, that's a bit of a problem, though. It doesn't rather than turn four. I, I know that, in general, in standard, rather than yeah, turn yeah, five yeah, now, yeah. but... But you're, you're doing something with your mana on turn four and turn five. But you're doing basically nothing with your mana if you don't have a creature. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying with a normal wrath, you would be spending your mana on turn four and then wrathing on turn five. Okay. Whereas this, if you spend all your mana on turn four and do nothing that turn, you might just be dead before the wrath goes off. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But it does mean that on on turn five, you get to keep your mana free. Yeah. Because the, this effect doesn't cost you any mana to, to use when it moves, when this lore counters move. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty good and it does mean that you're the first person who gets to rebuild after the wrath if you do have a creature heavy deck that's true yeah, no, which is not usually yeah. how wraths work yeah yeah. now so the third part of this exile the graveyards initially seems sweet but then 
So initially, at least, this card is going to be in standard with the Scarab God and Return sure, of the like, Phoenix. Yeah, let's exile those cards. But then you realize it doesn't really work. No, it's, a too turn. it's too slow. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. a turn in between them happening. So yeah, it'll go off the end of that turn. They'll get the card. Or like they'll get the Scarab God back or on their yeah. upkeep, they'll get their Phoenix back. Yeah, And, and they play it, it again. Yeah. Now, I mean, if it's the Scarab God, you have just exiled all the cards from their graveyard so they can't bring back any creatures from there mm -hmm. but you still have your own graveyard yeah so yeah. they might be able to bring back creatures from there I mean it does mean they can't play the Scarab God on a board where you have this enchantment because then on the turn where it's going to go off and exile the graveyard you can just cast you know a like a terminate on their Scarab God. Okay. And then you'll exile. No wait that but there's, just, there's no real instant speed destroy even. Yeah but that doesn't yeah. Yeah. The only instant speed spell we have really to, to put it in the graveyard is Frost. Well, it's because Frost is condemned. No, no, there's like Harness Lightning on License to Yeah, that's true, that's true. Yeah. You're, right, you're right, you're right. That's true. So, interesting card. Don't know how it's going to work out. Um, could be a bit slow for standard, but I suppose it's probably a nice option for the blue-black decks. Um, I think it's definitely a build-around. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. We, we used to like put, put this into like a Grixis Improvised deck where your threats are like kind of one creatures at a time. So maybe not necessarily on turn four, but if you're... If you just have, say, one, 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 um, whatever the demon was called, the Herald of Anguish. Herald of Anguish. So then, like, you just put the that's like on one it. thing to put a counter on. That's an artifact. Yeah, so the kind, of, the kind of big decks that play one creature at a time, so that don't go wide. You might also have um, those topters. Yeah, exactly. Which yeah. are not affected by it. Is this really good in Mardu vehicles? Could be, yeah. Like, you put, put a counter on your Toolcraft yeah. Exemplar, and then you have yeah. a Scrap Heap Scranger... And a bowmaker, and they all survive the wrath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and the only thing that doesn't is veteran motors. You can just like crew in response to the to the wrath. Yeah, right. Your vehicles all survive. Yeah, like yeah. I'm thinking, like you know, you could have a build where like what whatever one non artifact creature you have on the board, you just put a counter on, mm -hmm. and then yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it could well, be could one be cool. thing is that um, I mean, murder vehicles already plays like set the wreckage and fumigate in the sideboard mm. for mm. against like creature heavy decks that they can't get past. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it could be. One, yeah. The only thing I can see being a problem is that I think black is the third color for for murder vehicles nowadays. I think that's true. Maybe yeah, white yeah. red. Yeah, <coughs> but some kind of I don't know red black. Yeah, maybe like stand, stand the more deck, back yeah. towards red yeah. black. Yeah, could be a thing. I don't know. It's kind of hard to see the place for this card. Maybe when we see yeah. more cards from the set. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's also because it's a new card type, so we're not sure exactly how it fits in. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm finding it very difficult to imagine how this card will play yeah yeah but i mean getting an effect for free every turn after your initial investment is pretty good and i mean you you do get the initial effect talking in general about other other ones other uh, sagas uh, you get the initial effect yeah so i don't know it's not like you're paying mana and getting nothing that turn i mean putting a counter on something for four mana is like, not very good yeah, no. yeah yeah and making an artifact so it gets abraded <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's not good yeah I presume that kind of most of the sagas or like the kind of the, the rare and mythic ones at least will like kind of have one big payoff stage mm -hmm. yeah yeah like this one does it's very cool flavor as well it like is in terms yeah. of Phyrexian like it like you know it's like putting yeah. the oil on them making them into an artifact and yeah. then just wiping out everything perfection everything else yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly it's very cool it's very sweet um. Yeah, I mean th these are very cool. The watermark is sweet too. The watermark yeah. is sweet, yes. 
Although it looks a bit squashed to me. It's kind of it looks stretched or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Stretched vertically to fit in that little box. I think we, did, we didn't explain the art, but I'm sure everyone, most people have seen these now, and it'll be linked in the show notes. But yeah. um, the, it's it's vertical. Yeah. The text is in a box on the left. Yeah. Instead of a box on the bottom. Yeah, kind of a little bit like Future Sight. Um, again, it's kind of following that convention of like players tend to fan out cards to the left in their hand, so you'll be oh, able yeah. to read all the text. You know, on this one, it's fanned out in your hand. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of what they were going for with the Future Sight mana costs and stuff being on mm-hmm. the left. Um, okay. It's kind of reminiscent I do it, of that. I do it the other way. Um, I do my cards like. You're right. Do you? It's oh, okay. I can freak. see the right hand side. Mm. Am I a freak? Is it weird? No, um, you're, you're, you're not, do you not find your cards out um, vertically like. like, like That's like what I do. I put, I put them vertically. Yeah. All down your forearm. Seven cards. But like I'm, I was thinking I should stop doing that though because people always ask me how many cards I have in hand. Me, tell them. Yeah, I know, but like I wouldn't have to say anything if I was just clearly displaying my yeah. hand hand. <laughs> Yeah. I hate talking to my opponents. <laughs> <laughs> the less interaction, the better. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, excited to see more from Dominaria and more of these. Yes. Um, and more of the kind of legendary matters theme and enchantments matter to some extent, kind of, mm-hmm. I guess. The, well, these yeah, sagas yeah. Have, the, have the quality, this is kind of a spoiler, not really, they have the quality historic, mm. um, which is going to play into some, some of the uh, spells in, yeah. in Dominaria. So... Looking forward to the to the start mm-hmm. of the spoiler season in earnest. Yep. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, so shall we move on to our tournament report? Oh yes. Let's do report. it. Yeah. So we went to the GP Madrid and we crushed no we didn't. Um, we went three three and then we dropped. Yeah. Happens. Really team events notoriously difficult. Yeah. It was, it was like tough, yeah. all of our opponents <laughs> were like very, very competent magic players. We didn't yeah. we didn't yeah. never freebies. There was no no buys. No. That's it, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> something that occurred to me just, just recently is that if there's no buys means you're not you are know, playing against grinders. You could be playing against grinders from the very start. Yeah. And yeah. pros from the start. Yeah. Um which like, like when we went to Amsterdam there was definitely like a couple of rounds where I was just oh, yeah. much, much better than my opponent. Yeah. Mm. yeah and same. like there was I was always gonna beat them. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, but this, I never felt, never felt that way. Yeah, London being my first GP when I went to that, where I terribly misbuilt my deck, which I don't want to talk about again. <laughs> uh, but it definitely felt like that the first couple of rounds as well. Like I felt very confident playing against my opponents, but because that was a limited GP, I kind of was also at the mercy of just like the skill pools. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, this event definitely you felt like you were playing against a good player every single round. Yeah. 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 So it was a team trios format, so we each played a different format. We talked about this before. Uh, I played Standard, Alan, you played Modern, and Kieran played Legacy. Yep, they, um, would, they wouldn't let me play uh, 20 litres. <laughs> Unfortunately not. <laughs> I called a judge. So. <laughs> <laughs> Judges were not, were not impressed. No. Um, uh, so, impressions, or do you want to give round by round or what do you want to talk about uh, impressions of each of our decks and matchups and things yeah, like that yeah I guess the biggest mystery for the listeners is why you decided to play and oh yeah that's true cool. yeah um, so I, I 5 owed with Blue White Gift on Magic Online so mm-hmm. I was like okay gonna run it back we're on like, it everyone was delighted to hear oh yeah, yeah everyone was so excited they that were. I was playing a deck with Charter Course yeah and uh, <laughs> and the more people said it to me the more nervous I felt and then I was playing uh, side events on the Friday, and I played in two side events, three rounds each, and I went 1-5 with the deck. Yeah. So Jesus. I was very, very sad after that, and I was like, no, I'm switching decks. 
Not yeah. only is everyone laughing at me because I'm playing Charter Course again, <laughs> but also I just did terribly and I feel like I can't win against all these things unless I got my absolute nut draw. So I'm just going to play a deck that I know is very good. So I played blue-black mid-range. Um, credit to Matthew Folks, who yep. is Yu-Gi-Oh! player in 1942 on Magic Online. And it was it's his deck list that I used. Um, deck was great, very powerful, good, uh, like not very resilient. There's no no bad matchups basically. Yeah, it's sort yeah, of it's the well, difference. So the maybe, difference from blue eyed approach, but yeah, I mean, didn't who play cares? Yeah, who cares? No yeah. plays that. So the difference between this and sort of the previously stock blue black list, because this now basically has turned into the default blue black list. I yeah. feel like yeah. Oh, yeah. since yeah. the After weekend, weekend yeah. yeah, is uh, is the inclusion of dusk legion zealots. Yeah, dusky boys. Oh my god. Yeah. So what what did you drop to make room for those in the main deck? Uh, Gifted Etherborns, yeah. basically. So yeah, the Gifted Etherborns got chucked out, and the Dusky Boys came in. And, At uh, the last minute, we were desperate. Very last minute. Yeah. So yeah. the saga of the Dusky Boys. So I can't remember where I found one. Where did I have one? I think it was Alan. You you gave me one. I think yeah. I, I, I had one the you previous one. night from a chaos draft. Yeah, that's oh, what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. from yeah. a chaos that, draft. That day, yeah, like, from a yes. chaos draft. Yeah. So for you opened the rivals of Ixlan pack. Was uh, it? Yeah, or and, had and one passed you, and you got. A yeah, board. had one passed to me. Yeah, yeah. So I had one. The list, the list called for three. So I wrote it in my deck list the night before. I was like, I'm, I'm, I, t- I, uh, Facebook messaged all the other Irish players. I was like, does anybody have any Dusk Legion zealots? Nobody had them. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do my best to get to the venue early tomorrow. Go to all the vendors, see if they have them. Uh, I went to like we we went there early the next day. I had my deck list written out with no number beside the Dust Legion Zealots mm. and a space above them so that I could write in two gifted <laughs> leaderborns if I needed to. Uh, I went to the vendors. First couple of vendors told me no. I asked if I could buy packs to just crack them yeah. for the because they're they're common. It's a small set, so it wouldn't take that many packs. And they were like, no, Channel Fireball doesn't allow us to to sell standard legal packs here. I was god. like, oh my god. Uh, and obviously no, none of the vendors had them either because they're commons, so the vendors don't really stock standard commons, <laughs> they only stock standard rares and mythics. Um, so I had six hour devastation packs that I had gotten from the prize wall the previous night. So I went up to the prize wall, chance on my arm, and I said, lads, is there any chance that I can swap these error devastation packs that I got here last night for some Rivals of Ixlan packs? And they were like, well, we don't do that really um, mm. because you could have tampered with the packs. And I was like, I do understand that, but I really, really just need two Dusk Legion Zealots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is the only place that I can get packs. Yeah. Um, you can have a look at them. So some one of the lads at the prize wall, very, very nicely, had a look at the packs. Obviously, he saw that they were still sealed. And they were like, okay, just this once with the overview. I was like, thank you so much. Went over, gave, distributed the packs to you lads, you just helped me crack them. Yeah. Halfway through, got a Dusk Legion Zealot, was delighted. I was like, okay, even if it's just two and one, I'm, I'm okay with that split. And then very last pack, opened it up, Dusk Legion Zealot in there, got there. Oh, Dusky baby. boys, ready for the tournament. Never been so happy to first pick a Dusk Legion Zealot. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I was like, what's the rare in this pack? Don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dusk Legion Zealot is the rare name. I also oh. cracked five packs of Error Devastation, looking for Jace's defeats to give to Kevin Fogarty. <laughs> Uh, which I did not find any, but I opened a Scarab God and a Nickel Bolas. Class. So Kev, Kev was doubly upset. Pretty good. <laughs> Do you know what? I actually found an extra Jace's defeat in my deck box. Oh, okay, no, you didn't. Get, yeah. You monster. Yeah. I didn't know what I had it, so. Sorry, sorry, Kev. He, uh, he took one quite high in a Chaos draft, I think. Yeah, so that was the deck that I played. My matchups, I don't remember every single round, but uh, I played against 
the mirror I think twice I played against Grixis Energy once I played against Monored twice and my last matchup I don't remember I, I know I lost against Grixis Energy I won once against Monored and I lost once against Monored I won once against Blue Black and I lost no I didn't lose against Blue Black I the game, your game's finished before oh, yeah. before I could finish, mm-hmm. but I was I was gonna win, so um, I felt good about my yeah my, my performance. It was my it, it was such a good list, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like uh, we were looking the previous night, you kind of weren't sure what to play, and I was like, look, because we talked a little mm-hmm. bit about how this guy went forty wins, five losses on competitive leagues with this deck. Yeah, and I was just like, that's insane. There's no way. I was just like, there's no way his play skill is that good that he's yeah, just winning yeah, that yeah. much like this deck has to be the deck to play you know what yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. so it definitely was for the weekend tons of players were on it yeah two players in the top four I think, or uh, in I, the... think I think two players in the top four but only one of them was on his exact list right right um, but they both had the Dusk Legion Zealot version did yeah, they I, I think. believe so I'm not 100% sure let me yeah. just double check here so we actually picked decks really well for the I weekend so. yeah, yeah because Two copies of that uh, in standard in the top four, and the deck that I played, slightly yeah. different. I played Mono Red Sneak Attack and Legacy. Uh, yeah. There were two copies of Mono Red Prison in the top four, yeah, which is place. incredibly close yeah. to my deck. It's like basically the same. Plays chalices. Mm. Uh, it's like has sort of aggressive creatures instead of the sneak attack plan. It plays Rabble Master, stuff like that, and it plays like um, Trinisphere in the main. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, but it's a very similar plan. So, yeah, I, so yeah, after yeah. the tournament, even when we dropped, I was like, wow, we actually we yeah. kind of nailed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And I mean, there was no Tron in the top four, but there could easily have been. And yeah. I think there was so much Jund. There was Jund oh. everywhere in the tournament. Yeah. And you generally have a very good matchup against yeah, Jund. Exactly. So I, 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 I just crushed Jund all weekend. So even, yeah. a, even after the tournament, I, was, I made lots of side events. And yeah. then the side events were just full of Jund. It was, yeah. it was glorious. Yeah. yeah. Um, just having checked there, Michael Bondi was the the player who who had the same blue black list, mm-hmm. but there there was no other one. The other two, oh right. So right, the other okay. three lists were Grixis Energy, uh, Blue Black Control, and yeah. Mono Red. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah. So those are pretty much the powers yeah. of the format at the moment. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, um, I'm, I'm keeping my brag. Yeah, stick to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So how how did your tournaments go? Yeah, very well. I think. Um, yeah, so uh, it was, as I said, it went three three. Um, uh, I was playing, I was playing uh, green black Tron. This was similar to uh, Eo Eo list from the Pro Tour with a mono green main board and a black sideboard. Yeah, which um, as I explained last week is like, I feel like it makes the most sense because you're kind of getting the best of both, both worlds between having lots of basics uh, to get after being field ruined, which is uh, very popular in the format at the moment. Yeah, and also having kind of really good options in a black sideboard. Um, and again, and all weekend just the deck felt really, really great, really, really great. Um, I think. Yeah, so I got a few things. Well, just gonna even in the main event and in the side events, I had lots of salty opponents, and I I really just thrive off watching opponents just getting very salty. And, yeah. I mean, and in fairness, like I was all weekend, I was just absurdly lucky with my draws, uh, and it was. I think I went. I think at one point in the side event, I was playing against humans. Uh, in game two, he went turn one, champion of parish. In my hand, I had I I was on the play. In my hand, I kind of set up for set up for turn three Tron, but no payoff. Yeah, he went turn one, champion of parish, champion of parish. I'm like, oh, if he plays like a Taliot uh, on turn two or a three or a three mana Taliot on turn three, I'm just going to be dead. And back to him, he um, he he just passed turn back to me because he's took one land. So I'm like, better get Tron turn three. I'm thinking, oh, well, a Karn would be very nice right now just to go and Karn out his land. And then just drew just a Karn from the top. And then uh, just, just wrecked it. It was great. <laughs> I think uh, in, in round I, one... I watched you in a yeah. side event 
top deck of Karn when you had nothing going on. Great. And then like top deck Karn into top deck Wormcoil. Yeah. It was unbelievable. You're now notorious in the Irish Magic community oh. for always drawing gas. It's great. Oh, I think it was one point where I was playing yeah, sorry, in, in, in round one round one of the main event I was playing it was, we were playing against a French team. Uh, my opponent was playing Jund and he was just very, very salty all the way through. Yeah. I think it was on I think it was <laughs> I think it was, it was funny game three. as well because both of the opponents on the other side, my opponent and, and your opponent, Kieran. Mm. Were very nice, yeah, yeah not salty yeah. at all. Just, yeah. the, just the modern player, yeah. And then, yeah. and in, in, in this tournament, the modern players were in the middle, so yeah, he, he, was, like, he was on company, right? He wasn't on no, it was, I thought he, he was John. I thought he was on bad company, no, no, it was definitely so. oh, okay, John, yeah, okay, um, right. yeah. So then, I, yeah, so, so I, I think one of the games I just had natural Tron and the natural turn tree card, like mm-hmm. I just, I just played it out, and then uh, he just like he was really just salty and he'd. Where he just angrily turned to his opponent and just said, "Undo twa," and I was like, "That's <laughs> like, yeah." Like, I, even though I, I, I didn't give any response, but in my head, I'm like, "This is the yeah. best feeling in the world." <laughs> yeah, my the legacy player on the team uh, who I was playing against at that point like turned around to him and had to start talking to him to calm him down yeah, like, during yeah, the match, exactly. yeah, yeah, which yeah. is really not where you want to be. Exactly, like, yeah. this is like five yeah. minutes into the match. Yeah, yeah. it's five minutes into, into the yeah. yeah. tournament. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I think after after the match, the uh, final match, he had like his, his he had his life his uh, life pad. Which um, had you know very few changes in life totals because you know, Karen <laughs> yeah. doesn't affect your life totals, so he, he kind of ripped it up, but he threw it on the ground. Oh, and really, I'm like, this is a great feeling. Uh, but I, I didn't let him see how happy I was. Yeah, so you yeah. just crushed people's dreams. All yeah, weekend. exactly. It was great. Uh, except I think literally, I was thinking now, literally, maybe we talk about it at uh, some point. We played against another Irish team in round five. Yeah, round five. Mm-hmm. Round five. Um, so this is literally the only time all weekend I lost uh, against Jund. Uh, this was Alex Ball on Jund, yeah, and uh, he he wrecked me with Jund, so it was nice. Yeah, and it was a humbling feeling to to to, to be beaten by uh, the deck that I felt like I was crushing all weekend. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, but that was even more humbling than it was after. I think it was on Sunday. I went to play a popper event. I played a uh, Blue Red Delver in popper. Very first, very first matchup was against uh, Tron in popper, and I got <laughs> destroyed by Jin <laughs> Rover horrors and. Bull Drifters oh, hit yeah. me and Deer. They're two two flyers that draw three cards. It's it's they draw two cards. Well, they're, they're a card themselves. <laughs> By that definition, every That's card draws a card. Yeah. yeah. Lambs draw a card. Yeah. Draw a card instead of every turn. Like, yeah. um, oh, it was absurd. Yeah. But uh, I, but I, but I, but I feel like, worse than being card. Actually, no, not really. Because yeah. it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it feels worse than that. No. I think, I think, I think it does feel worse because you're just completely locked out of the game and like, you, they're, they're, they're not really putting any, well, this popper drawn deck, they're not really putting much pressure on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just, you know, ghostly flickering their wall, the mnemonic wall that gets a thing yeah. out of the graveyard, yeah, yeah. and they're playing Pulse of Rasa, kind of doing lots of dirling, and then yeah. you're you're just there stuck with your with your spells, sort of sprites, trying to get in for one. Yeah, but their multi-drifters blocked them pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to back to modern. It was like that was uh, I felt like yeah. So I I I felt like well, uh, Tron is definitely a great choice for the weekend. Um, I think it's. Yeah, I, I, I think I, the, the deck felt great. I don't think it'd be. I think even moving forward, there won't be any changes to make to it right away. Um, so I'd be definitely happy to play this again. Yeah, so anyhow, what happens? Sweet. Yes. Cool. How about you, Kieran? Uh So yeah, I played Mono Red Sneak Attack in Legacy. Um, didn't really get many games going in uh, to the weekend, so I was kind of nervous about missing triggers and stuff like that. Uh, I. I did miss a couple over the weekend. I missed three Chalice of the Void triggers, mm. um, only one of which mattered. And that's between main event and side events, and right? And two legacy side events, yeah. yeah. So it's not bad over... So in the main over, event, um, you missed, what, one? Um, or none? One, I missed a, one. One, on, one on a brainstorm. Yeah, okay. it was the, that was the, the the second round, I think, against the French team. Mm. Yeah, I missed one. And uh, my opponent kind of 
said to me, he was like, come on, man, it's only the second round. Like, after the match, he was like, come on, you, got, you can't miss those. And I was like, yeah, but you're right, thank you very much. And it was actually, it was very, he, was, he was dead on. Like, yeah, he, yeah, he, was, yeah. he was really trying to help me out, and yeah. it actually did kind of help me focus after yeah, that yeah. stuff. Nice. Uh, they were great. That was a, that was a French team, uh, one of whom was a big fan of Ireland. Do you remember talking? Oh yeah, he's very good against. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Actually, yeah, that, that, that team they're all gas. Uh, I think that was round three. Was that it? Was no, it's round two. I think it was round two. Was round two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I think one point then I what did I do? It was I think when I was playing against, we were just chatting about rugby, chatting about Ireland, and one point I was resolving um, the nation's series. I was looking at the cards, and uh, I think I put one down. I was kind of thinking, and he just like leaned really closely towards me to like. Mm. I think he, he leaned, leaned in really closely to see if I had Tron because. Uh, I'm a scumbag that plays with Miss and Tron Lance. Yeah. Uh, Miss Patch and Art. So he leaned in really close. He took that, but then I didn't realize he was leaning in. So then I looked up at him. Like our noses were like almost touching. <laughs> it was a really nice moment. Yeah, okay. uh, Lady yeah, in the Tram. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then didn't beat me with prize Malcolm's but oh, Yeah, he was under eight. Oh, yeah, oh, I did not stand a chance. Yeah, but, uh, pretty, pretty much. Yeah. 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 But uh, so, cool. yeah, my first round, I played against uh, Bug Delver. Uh, it was sort of relatively close, but I just sort of. Uh, we it came down to like top decking and he ended up top decking better. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, he was a lovely opponent, really nice guy, French guy. Uh, round two, I played against Grixis Delver. Uh, so I lost the first. This is basically my first match with the deck, so I was kind of not feeling great after that. Yeah. Uh, then the second round, the guy was on Grixis Delver. Um, I, he was their legacy player. I think he must have like just not been a, le- a legacy player regularly, to be mm-hmm. honest, because he just w- wasn't really. He didn't really seem to know how to play. Like his sequencing was very questionable and stuff like that. Okay. He was playing kind of end of, end of turn brainstorms without doing anything oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a play where I played a city of traders on turn one. Uh, I was on the draw. He played a he played underground sea death right, uh, and I played or sorry no he just played he just played a, a fetch and passed. So I was like wow that's pretty good for me if he's on Grixis Delver. So I played a city of traders. Uh, and then played Lotus Petal, so I played my land first to play around days, hmm. and then he cracked his fetch for a uh, for a vol- for a volcanic island, uh, floated a mana, and I can't remember if this is the exact sequence, but anyway, he tried to daze it when I just he had daze the, the Lotus Petal. Was it the Lotus Petal when I, when I had City of Treasures on top, yeah, and I just okay, tapped yeah. it and said, "Okay, yeah, pay," and he just kind of went, "Oh, yeah, okay," <laughs> and then uh, and then I had the mana from the Lotus Petal as well and one floating from the City of Treasure so I just yeah. played Chalice for one yeah. and uh, he was just like yep, resolves <laughs> and I was like well I don't know what the plan was here really to be honest he, this was game two he knew what yeah, I was on yeah. he wanted to time walk himself yeah, wasn't wasn't great for him and then yeah then, then the next turn he tried to brainstorm and I said Chalice and he, Boom. Was, he nodded and put it in his graveyard so I think he just wasn't uh, wasn't very used to playing sure, his deck yeah. maybe yeah. I still felt good for winning though to be honest I was like yes, I'm on the board I, mean, I can win with this deck you yeah. know um, then the next round I played against Czech Pile. Um, this was round three, mm-hmm. and I can't really remember much about this match. I think basically just I got Force of Will out of the game. Basically, mm-hmm. he just had it every time. Yeah, uh, it's kind of how I felt. Like, uh, and I think I had to mull. I think I multi five game one in round three. Um, round four. Uh, Storm, was was Storm, yeah, it was. Uh, so played against a very nice opponent. He was on Storm. Um, didn't know what he was on, uh, but I should have figured it out faster than I did. I wasn't sure if he was on Blue Black Reanimator or on Storm. Yeah, um, I remember. I think it was game one. He played on Grand Sea and Swamp was all he saw. 
Yes. And then he turned to me and asked, asked me what did I think it was. And yeah. I, I was trying to figure it out and I couldn't think of it. But then yeah. once I saw, in the corner of my eye, when I saw game two happening, I was like, oh, I, I should have known as well. Of course, Storm, it was yeah. Storm, yeah. 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 So game two, I basically <coughs> lost because uh, I had a Chalice on one out for the whole game and a Blood Moon. Um, and he was kind of unable to go off. He was like going to discard and stuff like that. And then I had a second Chalice in my hand, but I didn't have very much mana. And I had, a, I had like two mana and I had a, a sneak attack basically. So I was like, well, I need to draw mana sources to play my sneak attack. Uh, so my choices are to just leave this chalice, play another chalice on one or chalice on zero. Uh, and I was like, well, if I chalice on zero, it locks my own lotus petals out of the game. So I won't win as fast. Mm. So I played another chalice on one and passed. Mm. And then the very next turn, he had a lotus petal. And uh, this is what I didn't think about at the time. It gave him the black mana he needed to play oh, yeah. Ritual, I think, or something like that. Or it gave him okay. the blue man yeah, needed yeah, to play yeah. something. I can't remember exactly what it was. But basically, because of Blood Moon, I should have thought that like he would have needed the color of mana. The only way he could get it at this point was from Lotus Petal. Yeah, okay. Um, and that basically lost me the game because he was able to cast the Lotus Petal. Yeah. And he was able to make like 10 goblins or something like mm-hmm. that and kill me. I'm oh, sorry, he had ten, he actually, well, his hand was actually insane. It was perfect as well. It was it was quite slow, so he was able to build up mm. a really nice hand, and he was able to just tendrils me for, for lethal. Uh, game three, then I got an, I think I got a turn one chalice, turn two blood moon, which is pretty hard to beat. I then had to call a judge on myself because I forgot I had a blood moon out, and I tried to tap my ancient tomb for two mana. Yeah. And this was the second time I'd done it in the match. Yeah, my yeah. opponent let me away with it the first time, basically. And then the second time, he probably would have let me away with it again, but I went, ah, here, I can't do this yeah, twice okay. in a match. So I called a judge on myself. Uh, I got a jury. Uh, that was my only warning of the tournament, though, nice. I think, mm. which is kind of pretty yeah. good for me. I usually rack up a couple of warnings just through sloppiness yeah. more than anything. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, he just wasn't able to beat that. I, I, I think I just hard cast an Inferno Titan then on turn four and killed him or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then round five, we played against the Irish guys, so I was playing against Steve Robertson. Um, and he was on check pile. I knew what he was on before the match because I'd actually loaned my deck to him on Magic Online previously so he could practice for the event. Oh, yeah. um, so I knew what he was on, but I'd also... And this was, this was kind of unfortunate uh, for Steve, but I'd actually heard... Uh, from one of the other Irish players that he had changed the deck as well so I knew that he had changed to like a Punishing Fire version of Check Pile um, which Punishing Pile yeah Punishing oh, I Pile like it. Oh, it it was definitely Punishing for him because <laughs> it's like I don't know I, like, I think that version of the deck is just straight up worse anyway personally okay. uh, but against my deck it's so much worse like yeah. I really don't care about Punishing Fire mm. uh, like Grove of the Burn Willows makes your mana so much worse it's like Against Blood Moon, especially. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's uh, it's just really bad. So, uh, game one, I got a fast lock, uh, but I actually lost the game because I just never drew... I had a, I think I had a sneak attack out and I just never drew a creature or something like <laughs> no, that. Okay. And he was eventually able to just play Jace through the Blood Moon. Yeah. And then he was able to just fate seal me out of the game. It was uh-huh. crazy. Like, nobody... I don't think we expected him... Either of us expected him to win that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Game two, I think I killed him on turn two or something like that with a world spine worm. Uh, so that's just that's just normal everyday magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah just playing a fifteen fifteen <laughs> that turns into three five fives on turn two. Yes. Yeah, never did get those worm tokens. Yeah, uh, no, I didn't. I went around to all the vendors. Uh, yeah, we found them later, but the only worm tokens available were like scantily clad anime girl worm tokens. Yeah, which yeah. Is not really what you want to be. Not what I'm doing now. I've I have too many memories from the not, Street Fighter. Not community. about that life. <laughs> yeah, the Street Fighter community is there's a, there's a couple of players who notori- are notorious for their custom art on their sticks with like well big boob anime girls. And to be honest. When 
that the game itself encourages that kind of stuff. Yes, I mean, I know true. Street Fighter's not, yeah, not yeah. quite as bad. No, but there are the, other games. Yeah, there, there, are, there are like the anime yeah. fighters. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it didn't didn't rock those worm tokens anyway. Good. But uh, and then game three was actually quite a long one. Um, I think Steve was really ahead on the board. He had a Deathrite Shaman, a Baleful Strix, and a Snapcaster on board. Um, and I can't remember, I think he needled my sneak, sneak attack or he was able to remove it somehow or counter it, I can't remember. And I just had basically nothing. And then I was able to cast an Inferno Titan, uh, kill... Hard sorry, cast. no, uh, I, I think I threw the Breach to it or something like that, okay. I can't remember. And I was able to kill his Deathrite Shaman and his Baleful Strix. Then I was able to attack, kill a Snapcaster with the second trigger and dome for eight. Yeah. Um, nice. And then... Or no, sorry, I think I hard cast it, but he yeah, I hard cast it, but he was still on um on fourteen life. Yeah. Right? So or no, sorry, he was still on thirteen life and I had five mana in play. No, sorry, he was on let me count let's see if I can count. <laughs> well we don't even count, but Yeah, he was on he was on fourteen and I had like uh uh, I, I had three mana and left in play mm. or something. I don't know how I I think I had to sack Crystal Vein or something to get okay. the, the Titan into play. Yeah. Um, so then next turn, I just ripped a Lotus Petal. I was able to pump the Inferno Titan a bunch of times and just attack for exactly the light yeah. of nowhere. And the game was so out of my control before that. It was ridiculous. So that was actually a really close game. Uh, I think Steve played very well. Uh, he has My draws kind of lined up really well and he still almost managed to win the match. So, mm. so that was good. So are you glad it wasn't Combustible Gear Hulk? Um, well, it was the worm coil engine I had in, instead of combustible. Your oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you had the fourth Inferno Titan. No, although that seems like it might just be better. Also, than could be. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Inferno yeah. Titan is excellent in the deck. Well, worm coil engine is also pretty good if you play it off sneak attack. Yep, it's pretty. It's pretty true. decent. Yeah. Well, like the fact that you get two Inferno Titan triggers when you sneak attack. Yeah, that's pretty insane. Quite a board. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, take down like that Castle Rage and a and a Derek Hammond was like that was just beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then in the last round, I played against Reanimator. This is where I made my biggest punt of the tournament. So the games are pretty fast. Like, obviously, we're both combo decks. You're just trying to go off as fast as possible. Um, so I was on the play in game one. Obviously, didn't know what he was on. But then as a pregame action, he revealed Chancellor of the Annex, which is the white Chancellor. Uh, and the effect is when you reveal it, your opponent has to pay one for the first spell they cast in the game, or it gets countered. Um... So at that point I was thinking, okay, what is this deck? It's either Reanimator or it's Manal's Dredge. And for some reason, I kind of decided to hedge. But the correct decision here, I thought about it a lot afterwards, was to just assume he was on Reanimator, because it's a lot more popular than Manal's Dredge. So in my hand I had, uh, I believe, a City or Traders or an Ancient Tomb, can't remember which. No, sorry, it was a Crystal Vein, which is also... one reason why I made this decision and one reason why I don't like Crystal Vein. So Crystal Vein it taps for a colorless or you can tap and sack it uh, for two colorless. It's a land. Uh, so I had that, a Lotus Petal, and a Chalice in my hand. So basically what I can do there is play the Crystal Vein and then I can play the Lotus Petal. I have to pay one mana. Yeah. So I can either just tap the Crystal Vein and pay the mana and keep it yeah. or I can tap and sack the crystal vein for two mana yeah. pay the one have one floating and then when the lotus petal resolves I have two mana for a chalice for yeah. one yeah. so what I I took the more conservative line which was just to tap it for mana and, and play the lotus petal and pass the turn yeah. because I thought well 
the chances, I mean, he kept seven. So if he's mono stretch, he always keeps seven. You yeah, literally you never just never move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's reanimator, that means there's like a decent chance I'm going to get turn one. But I was like, I don't know. I just don't want to lose like two cards out of my hand and then play a chalice on one which is useless against Manila Stretch I'm thinking like hopefully they have a slow if it's Manila Stretch hopefully it's a slow enough draw that I can cast chalice on three and yeah. then he's not able to cast dread return mm. was my line of thought but he played Swamp Thoughtseize and took the chalice from my hand <laughs> turn one and then he was just clear to go off the next turn so if I had just gone all in for the chalice on one um, Probably I, I definitely would have won the first game yeah yeah, yeah. And then the second game, uh, he just had a faster draw than me. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was definitely, I think, my biggest punt of the tournament because this deck is so about your opening hand and the margins yeah. on which you play it on and like yeah. when you should just like go for it all in. Like There were other matches where I spent four cards to get a turn one sneak attack into play, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and I just decided to go for it on the play. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of... I just kind of overthought this one and went for a more conservative play where I probably should have just jammed... Uh, so that that was the the punt I was thinking about the most all weekend basically. Yeah, got it. Yeah. And then it. then I played a bunch of side events and I did quite well. So yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so the tournament was really fun. Um, it's pretty intense playing these team matches, you know, because you got this extra added pressure on you where you don't want to let your teammates down and stuff like that. Yeah, I I feel that as well. But I also kind of feel like you you feel like you have a bit of a safety net with your teammates as well. You're like, okay, well, even if I'm down a game here, you know, Al's up a game or you're up a game. Yeah, yeah, but once one of your teammates loses, then you're like, oh, now I have to and win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it was it was in the last obviously. I think anyway, I think it was in yeah round six. We got like all three of us lost, and it was like, I think, I think, I think me and you, Wolf, you think we we both lost quickly first. I lost very quickly, yeah, because yeah, your opponent was on burn, and my yeah, opponent was burn. on mono red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, very so I, I think it's like when you're losing, and you see you turn over and see your opponent's also losing, then you're like, oh, this is, this is your team. Think, yeah, but it's kind of opponent. sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a trap though, because like if you were just in a normal tournament, you would just have to win every round. Yeah, you yeah, never get the, Yeah, I mean that's yeah, how you think yeah. about it, but or that's how you should think about it anyway. <laughs> but like. <laughs> I don't know. It's nice. Obviously, it's just natural. It is. Yeah, it definitely yeah, is. Yeah. No, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, and uh, I think really we didn't. Cool. We didn't really have that much kind of interaction between mm. ourselves as a team, as it turned out. No, because we all knew our decks well enough that we were able to. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I wouldn't have been able to help you really. So, <laughs> that, the placement was actually quite good because Al, yeah. you, you play more legacy than than you do, Wolf. Yeah. And yeah. like, but the thing was, yeah, it was sort of like, you know, Al was kind of like, I asked you a couple of questions, and you were kind of like. I don't really yeah, know to exactly. be honest because it's uh, and it would have been the same if, yeah. if you'd asked me a question about a Tron play I would have been like yeah. it's up to you, you yeah, know, yeah. I, you I know. think I asked you Al about a mulligan decision once mm. and that was that was it really mm -hmm. yeah, yeah I yeah. think I suppose it makes sense that because <coughs> so well, all three of us have played these Scarab, Scarab God decks at some point yeah. so, and like, so I, think, I think especially in standard it's like he, and we're all familiar with standard so uh, I think information can come between the three of us very easily and freely yeah. in, 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 in the standard matchups you were playing in yeah. whereas like with me and Tron and Kieran on Modern Thinking Attack because they're both so linear decks mm -hmm. that like I know that yeah I might I might have some suggestions for Kieran in Modern Thinking Attack but I know there's like he definitely knows a, he knows a deck way more than I do yeah. and, and, and that's the same is true for Tron because that's such a linear deck mm -hmm. um, so I think maybe the the decks we were playing we were playing were really decks that kind of information can flow freely you know between very well mm -hmm. uh, but I did feel that like yeah, in standard like, I think the three of us could, can contribute to the standard four states a lot more than uh, modern and legacy. I think that's just the nature of the format and the nature of the decks we're playing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think standard is definitely the uh, the toughest format at the moment. Yeah, it yeah, seemed like absolutely. a lot of the tables that sta the standard matches were actually going on the longest. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
which kind of makes sense, I suppose. Um, mm. But like to time in many cases. Yeah. Um, mm. Were there any? So I know there was one situation where it came down to me to win. Yeah. Was there? Were there any situations where it came down to either of you to win? Actually, or was it decided? I think my matches were basically the first to finish, like almost every time. Yeah. Yeah, mine felt like that as well. Yeah, I think I think it was basically up to you, like every single round almost. Mm. Well, I, yeah, I think there was, time is when there was, there was one match that I didn't get to finish. Yeah, 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 because we won. Yeah, yeah, and then there were there were a couple that we didn't get to finish. There was sorry, there was one we didn't I didn't get to finish because we lost. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's all I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, the, I finished all of mine. Okay, yeah. So the highlight of the of the tournament of the main event was when we got paired in round five against. Against the, yeah. other, the other Irish team, uh, Guido, Alex, and, and Steve, mm-hmm. and then it came down to me and Guido. In oh, we, no. we went to extra, we went to extra turns, didn't we? You guys, I believe, did go to turns. I think we was, were, yeah, we, were, yeah. we were both so X like, two at this point as well. Yeah, so I, I'd taken game one, and then game two, uh, you were finished your match, so I was asking for advice yeah. from you all, hmm. and um, like I wasn't dead in game two, but I just decided to concede because there was thirteen minutes yeah. left in the mm-hmm. clock, so I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I can come back from this position really. He had an active scarab god and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, I would have had to, and he had counters in his hand. I would have had to, that I knew about. So, I would have had to do a lot to, to get mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we started shuffling up with 13 minutes left on the clock. And then uh, we did end up going to going to extra time, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I won in turn turn three, extra I think turn, so, something yeah. like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was great, anyway. Great feeling, not for yeah, the lads out. Exactly. Yes. Sorry, lads. I think it was turn four because I rem- I actually remember this specifically because I saw there was thirty seconds left on the clock. Yeah, and uh, I was and I said to you, "There's thirty seconds left on the clock," and I was trying to get you to pass the turn. Mm-hmm. So then it would be turn zero and Guido's turn, and then you would have turn one, yeah. which means that you get three attack steps and extra turns. Okay, that's what I was trying to say to you. Oh, okay, there, but I think you were a little bit slow. Okay, so you actually had turn zero and Guido got turn one. Okay, and you but you still managed to win then with just two attack steps. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Did I actually have the win, or I know Guido conceded in the end, but I think I did have the win. I think so. I think he did. Yeah. No, 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 I mean, maybe maybe not in maybe not in three turns, or maybe even in three turns. But I think I think you know, I the game was it. locked down basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't a case of where we would draw. Was it? I mean, so one team was going to concede anyway because we we're both X two. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. if you if that means that we're the. If you if you get a draw, we're both out of the Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's fair enough. Yeah. But I think I actually did win. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- yeah. I think you had the win on board. I couldn't really... I didn't go over because um, it was... We were, like, in the middle of a row, so there yeah. wasn't really yeah, room true. for me to scoot my chair over. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, the rule is that uh, you can't stand up because then you could see your... Potentially the the opposing team's cards that are in their hands, so you have to stay on your chair and kind of scoot over in a way yeah. that... You, you can't no, stand up. Well, you, you can stand up, but if you do it without calling a judge, then you can't speak to your teammates for the rest of the match. Yes, yes. 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 And uh, I believe if you call a judge and ask, can I stand up to go to the bathroom or something, they'll say, you know, leave your phone there and stand yeah. up carefully, not look at your opponents, and then you can go, mm. and then you can still come back and, and, and speak. Yeah, they'll even tell you a specific way to walk through the yeah. hall and stuff yeah, like that. Will, yeah. yeah, like an Egyptian. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Judges were telling me to do that all weekend. <laughs> it's the Amon Cat influence. Yeah. That's what happened. Um, yeah, so that was our that was our tournament. Yes. And yeah, so then the next round we got we took our third loss, so we decided to drop so we can play some side events. Yes, mm-hmm. we did. Uh, Sunday, more side events. Yeah. 
Uh, we had some great crack at a chaos draft um, where we were coerced into um, into betting, not betting, uh, into there was saying no betting. No, there no. was a restructuring of prizes. All, they yeah. all agreed on yes. to restructure the prizes. Yes, we agreed to restructure the prizes in such a way that the winner of the draft took all the cards from the chaos draft. Yeah, um, which was hilarious. I wasn't uh, involved in this, by the way. No, no, no. I wasn't involved in this nonsense. nonsense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was too busy losing in legacy at this point. Great. <laughs> uh, do you have any memories from the chaos draft, Al? Oh, do I? Do, do I? Um, shit. Let me think. Oh yeah. So it was. It was a bit of a. Okay. In my head, I always kind of see chaos. I, so I always imagine chaos drafts being like you're going to sit there. You're going to get you know these really old packs from all different times of magic all passed by you, and you're going to be connecting the dots between different formats. And you're going to be like, oh my god, this card goes this card. Kind of like. Um, Russell Crowe in A Beautiful Mind, you're writing on the walls, yeah, writing on the yeah, windows, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. making all these connections. Where like, so um, I was kind of gear myself up for that. Uh, I think the first pack I opened was uh, Elvish Moon. I took black removal from that, which yeah. seemed pretty good. And I got past uh, Lord of the Accursed from Amaket. I'm like, all right, zombies. Mm-hmm. Zombies are in every every set in Magic. I'm gonna brew a sweet zombie deck using zombies from all across Magic. Sometimes in these chaos drafts at GPs as well, they do try and sort of construct Semi, some themes between yeah. the. Okay. Like, there, yeah. like there were a lot of packs with um, like mercenaries okay. in them in, in the in the chaos yeah, draft yeah. I played. I don't okay. know. Okay, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, so I think they they do curate them like a little bit. I think. Then it's, well, not, then it's not chaotic. It's not a true chaotic system. If there's no. any, like yeah, true. like shuffle and iPad. Well, I mean the fact that you're allowed to choose what card you take isn't very chaotic. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so then so basically my plan was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do this with with with, with zombies. Then I saw no zombies at all. Um, pack two, pack two. I opened. Um, it was onslaught, and in it there was a. I can't remember the name of the spell. It was I can't remember the name of the card, but it was a four and a black for an instant that was uh, kill target non zombie creature and return a zombie from your graveyard to your hand. Okay. I'm like, this is a pretty absurd zombie themes card. I'm going to take this mm-hmm. back into zombies. Zombies coming from the left now. Then I saw I saw no zombies. <laughs> uh, like yeah, just the, frantically checking. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, card. Card. No, is no, this black? Like, oh, it's not a zombie. Damn it. <laughs> The thing is, like, because it's a chaos draft, if there's a player like in those colors, they'll just be taking the zombies just because they're not because they're zombies. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah. In, instead of putting instead of putting together uh, uh, mono, instead of putting together, I was I was kind of trying to make uh, black red zombies work because my, my actually I pretty good removal with no colors. Yeah, I like real removal like um, uh, Seal of Doom. Seal of Doom is great, yeah. uh, and also the two mana sorcery to deal three damage and excel something from Incendiary Flow yes Incendiary Flow I had that too so I was oh, pretty nice. happy with my removal package yeah. uh, but everything else was, was terrible instead of zombie tribal I played um, black creatures that can't block tribal mm. um, so naturally I, I, I won when I was on the play and lost when I was on the draw mm-hmm. uh, which which was and because it's a single limb that I, I lost one round and that was it <laughs> uh, but actually then I think it was I can't remember the name of the card but there's two so two seats so I was like alright zombies all across all across formats let's do this two seats to my right uh, Paddy had apparently been doing the same plan except with goblins. Okay. So as he's going through, I, I, I didn't see his, I didn't see his deck, but going through his deck, he pulled pulled out one card, and he was like, "Oh, what the hell? This isn't this isn't the goblin. This isn't the goblin. It was um, camera name name creature, but it was a creature from Prophecies, I think. That was a two and a red for a two one that gets plus two plus one if your all your lands are untapped or something like that. All right. Um, but it was it, it looks very much like a goblin, but it was a beast, and he was very oh, upset yeah, yeah, that yeah, it was yeah. it was not a goblin. But I did have big nose. I think it was something harnessed something. Snow harness? I don't know. It was a stupid card. Something? Oh, it's, it's kind of weird. Spike on thing. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. I but, remember uh, the card. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's a goblin, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think so. Basically, the plan was to put all the cards in the middle, and whoever wins gets them all. But uh, there's there's almost no value at all in 
in our whole pod. Yeah. I think the most expensive card was uh Mimic. No, I think it was Ray of Dawnbringer. Oh yeah, that's probably yeah. yeah. But uh, uh my I, I'm actually really sad that I didn't like dive in for this and, and do it, but um I actually could have drafted an insane green white enchantment deck. Cause like, but just I just let a few. I actually was green white in the end, mm. and I had a couple of enchantments, um, like like uh, auras and stuff that like saved your creature or whatever. And I also had a couple of um, ramp enchantments, like gift of paradise from oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Cat or error or whatever it was. Um, but I, I just took those because I was like, I'm just gonna take these mana fixers, and then I'll be able to splash whatever. Whatever class Ooh. card comes away. <laughs> don't and, no, it never happened. It never happened. No, I mean there are no class cards going around the table. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what happens. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, I think I, I think it was mirrored or something. It was like, oh, all these cards care about artifacts. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. artifacts. It's like affinity or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, then you get past like a Theros pack. Like, oh, all these cards care about enchantments, but none of them are yeah, enchantments. Yeah, but there was there was actually a strength in the fall that went around. But okay, I just yeah. it was just like you know one or two uh, enchantment matters cards came around and mm. I was just like uh, I don't really want to go in on this because if I never find another thing it's like really mediocre yeah. it was, there was like a five mana uh, it was like from Theros I think or Born of the Gods or something it was a five mana 3-3 three, three flyer and it was an enchantment creature and it said whenever you cast another enchantment spell uh, you put a plus one plus one counter on all your creatures oh shit yeah and like Strength of the Fallen came around Ooh. as well and like there was a few enchantments that I passed because I was just like I can't go in on this but then you know after like a few picks I was like oh, if I'd actually taken each of those yeah. going along I would have like the most insane deck right now um, but yeah my deck ended up actually pretty good um, the packs that I opened were Dragons of Tarkir uh, Dragons of Tarkir Shadows Over Innistrad and Mercadian Masks yeah, I, I, I was really, well. I was really hoping to open a Chomano's blessing, but uh, oh yeah, wasn't, wasn't there, wasn't to be, no, unfortunately. No. And then we went back to the hotel room and we did a team draft with the lads. Yes, RTR. Yeah, I'm, I'm much more, draft. I'm much more fun experience. Well, they're both experiences are fun, but this ah, is they're both a fun. more coherent draft experience. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah. Than the Gales draft. Yeah, we drafted with uh, Olaf, Keen, and Carol, and yeah. uh, they wrecked us. They did. Yeah. Absolutely destroyed us. Yeah. Um, but very fun experience. Never, yeah. never drafted RTR before. Yeah. Never played with any RTR cards really before. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. So um, yeah, that was that was a, a great experience. Team drafts always good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, especially with cans. Yeah, I think it was. Can I think no, not cans of turk. No. Well, yes, that would also be good. Cans of cans of cans. Yeah, I think I think I, cans of turk beer. Yeah, but after <laughs> Jesus Christ. After, I think after the first pack, I was like, oh my god, I'm putting together this Thorstopper Mill deck. I can feel it coming together. I know it might not be good. And then uh, as we were opening pack two, uh, everyone had a conversation about how bad the, the mill decks are. So like, <laughs> yeah. oh, maybe I shouldn't try that. Damn it. No. Well, I, sh- I should have gone for it. Yeah. Gone for Your it. deck was pretty cool, though, in yeah. fairness. Yeah. Lots of detained creatures. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that was our GP experience. And the yeah. uh, next one is GP Birmingham. Oh, yes. That's the next one we're hitting up. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to that. Um, it's a little unfortunate that like it's a double GP. It's, yeah. And Legacy starts on Friday and Standard starts on Saturday. Yeah. So, so it's like you can't you can't actually play in both. Uh, you have to... You can play in both. Oh, sorry, you can you play know. in both, but you can't finish both. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so, if like, you, you want to play in Standard, you have to... I mean, you can try day one of Legacy Yeah, I mean, and then... Yeah, if you don't, if you two, don't make it, then yeah. you can sign up for standard. Or even if you go six two, maybe you just yeah, decide yeah. to drop. No point. Yeah. I mean, I think if you if you day two legacy, you're happy anyway, right? You have to play legacy all day. Um. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it depends how serious you are. Like, I would. 
yeah, I would just keep playing Legacy, obviously. Like, even yeah. if I was 6 2 and yeah. I had no chance to top it, obviously I would just play Legacy. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it would have been really nice if they could have taken an extra day and started started uh, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But I know that's like a big expense yeah, exactly. and changes yeah. kind of everyone's usual flight mm-hmm. plans for going to a GP and taking time off work and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. But um, it is just kind of awkward the way it's set up. That's true. Isn't is there a triple GP weekend this year? There was in Vegas last year. But is that like triple GP as in there were three formats? Yeah, there was okay. uh, Modern, Legacy, and Limited, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, might be another one this year. I don't know. Go to Vegas. Probably not. <laughs> Birmingham seems slightly more affordable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Birmingham <laughs> is the Vegas of Europe. Basically. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what people say. Yeah, yeah. That's what I've heard anyway. But uh, no, I really enjoyed playing Legacy. It was like that was uh, my first time playing Sanctioned. Sorry, my second time playing Sanctioned Legacy. And uh, like I've played a good bit online, a good bit in unsanctioned mm. events, and I really, really enjoyed it. It's great. Yeah. It's amazing seeing all the cards people have and stuff. Just yeah, awesome. oh, like, yeah. In a side event, I played against a, a Storm player who had like uh, beta, all Beta Jewels. He had like uh, like Chinese lion's eye diamonds. Like his deck was just so cool. Sweet. Yeah, sweet it was just surprise. so sweet. And like, and all the other stuff was like foiled out and stuff. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so cool. That's great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Legacy's a great format. Uh, everyone should play it if you can. I don't know. If, I think I definitely say that. Yeah. If you can somehow play it, I'm not going to tell everyone to buy legacy cards because I mean it's easy enough to play online, right? Still very expensive. I think yeah, there, there is. It's cheaper to modern online, the, right? No, the barrier to lower is our barrier to lower barrier to entry is lower online than it's, it is in it's, real life. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like in real life, it's very prohibitive. Prohibitive, but mm. uh, online it's, it's it, not quite as bad. And there's probably some decks that you can play that are. Yeah, there are there are cheaper decks. Yeah, than me, but like say Grixis Delver is still seven hundred tickets. Okay, yeah. you know, like Checkpile is like eight hundred tickets. Mm-hmm. But that's like reasonable enough compared to what they are in real life. You know, thousands. No, but yeah, but they're only thousands because of like the, the jewel lands, and yeah. there's no reason. Yeah, it should be so expensive on Magic Online. Yeah, like the, the prices true, yeah. are distributed in a very different way. Like yeah, the jewel lands yeah, yeah. can can cost very little. Yeah, um, like bad lands is like two tickets online. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously the 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 blue ones are are more. They're like yeah, thirty tickets or whatever. But yeah, and I bought into it when they just re released Vintage Masters online, so I was able to get like underground seas for like fifteen tickets. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and like free volcanics for cheap as well and stuff like that. Yeah, so they they might do this something like that again in the future. They might release Vintage Masters again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, for paper, I don't know what you can do. If you can go to a proxy tournament, if you yeah, can exactly, borrow somebody's yeah. deck, yeah, yeah. And if anyone's in Dublin, if you can play and X Mage, yeah, X Mage is actually very good for Legacy. There's a lot yeah. of Legacy players yeah, on yeah. there, and they tend to be like quite good as well. Yeah. Like for X Mage standard, you get a lot of like brews and stuff like yeah. that. That like mm. it's kind of a waste of your time to practice if you're trying yeah. to play a tier one deck. You yeah. just, you'll play against all this nonsense. But in Legacy, people just want to play Legacy, so they play on X Mage. Yeah, so it's quite good. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the uh, Phil who runs the uh, Phil and Olaf who both run the unsanctioned Legacy tournaments in the Black Sheep. Here, I just want to say, anyone who's interested, go along to those. Uh, you, like, you literally don't need a deck. You can just yeah. pr- you can just print out a deck. Like, uh, all they require is like f- uh, full size color proxies. Mm-hmm. So you just print those out on a printer. You just cut them, and put in front of real Magic cards and sleeves, yeah. and you're good to go. Uh, Legacy is an amazing format. So yeah, yeah just uh, give it a go if you're if you're around. The proxy no deck doesn't take as much time as you think it would because I did it and I thought it's going to take all day to do it, but mm. it's not. No, just make sure you put them properly. Yeah, um, I made a balls of mine. Yeah, you were gleefully tearing out your uh, 
your proxies all weekend. Exactly. Every, yeah. every, time you oh. a, every time you won a side event, you were took yeah. your ticks immediately over and started buying Deathrite Shamans and great. Delvers and things like that. And just throwing yeah. away your throwing oh. away your proxies. Yeah. <laughs> used to, what 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 proxies do you have left in there? I think uh, I've I think there's I think, I think dual I, lands. I, dual, yeah, dual lands. I think I just need three force wills and then a few other stupid little cards. Okay. Uh, fetch lands, wastelands. I've all my fetch lands there. Oh, you got them all yeah. nice. Yeah, nice. So just from just from drawing people out. Yeah, turn three card. See, you yes. too can be a uh, uh, can own most of a legacy deck. <laughs> the most important part of a legacy you, deck. If you go and buy all of Tron and then take it to a GP. Yeah, I mean you can own most of it in terms of quantity of cards. Not so much in terms. That's of true. Deck value. Yeah, I, think <laughs> no, I, I actually no. I, own, I own most of the legacy deck. But yeah, here's here's the yeah. thought, right? You can right. sell your whole Tron deck and get the rest of the legacy deck. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. No, uh, like. Five dual lands costs like three times as much as a yeah, I think four we, times as much. I, I could, oh, I, I could yeah. buy Tron is like four hundred bucks, and Underground Sea is like three hundred bucks. I think, oh, I think yeah, I think, I think Tron. Actually, I, I think on one of these, you actually looked up Tron. I think it was around six because like Karns are Karns, oh, it's Karns are like eighty now. Actually, yeah. insanely expensive. So yeah, yeah six hundred. Yeah. But I get, yeah, I get, so I can get two, two Volks, two Volks, and what 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 um, lances? What deals does? He usually plays like three underground three, two, seas, one. two volcanics, and a bayou, something like or that. Or uh, what's your other one? Um, oh. uh, trop. Yeah, yeah or, or trop. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And trops are very expensive as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to cost you. They're like, all blue ones. Yeah, yeah all basically, it's going to cost you like sixteen hundred dollars or something. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll just, I'll just play basics and then get sell there. Yeah. Sell out of standard and modern. <laughs> then you can. Well, that's play, what I think. Legacy I, I think sneak peek at the next legacy event. I'm going to play uh, Death Shadow, which was okay. one of the undefeated decks from day one of the GP. Yeah, oh, yeah. Which seems really cool. Maybe we'll, maybe next week we'll talk about his deck of the week or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the the key thing there is that it plays shocks instead of yeah. jewels because you actually want to hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, it still plays like two jewels. I think something like that. Okay. But, yeah, uh, maybe you can mostly, them. mostly plays shocks. Yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Or you can borrow them or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably I'll try and borrow them or something. Yeah, just yeah. so I don't play proxies. Yeah. It'd be it'd be cool to show up and not have to play like a proxy deck. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sweet. Hi. Um, our deck of the week. We oh, kind yes. of already talked about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, it is the the Matthew Folks blue black deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I will link in the show notes. I'll link to his uh, Twitter post where he he shares. I'll, I'll link to his Twitter in general where yeah. he, he shares updated deck list as 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 mm-hmm. it goes on. He streams as well on Magic Online. Um, he posted a great sideboard guide as yep. well for the deck. Um, anything interesting here that we want to... In the deck itself? Yeah, I mean... I, so I suppose one thing that, that really surprised me first when I saw the, deck, the, the list, and one thing that didn't make sense to me when I first saw it was the Wacom Blisses. Yeah. So kind of, obviously Wacom Blisses don't go very well with the God and don't go very well with Liliana. Uh, so I was thinking, I think, you know, what's really happening there? But I think it's just so often that playing a walking in so many matchups, playing a walking blister for two, uh, or kind of on turn two, playing a walking blister for one, uh, just does so much. Like, yeah, uh, I got I got experience playing Seal of Doom and that Chaos Draft, and playing, <laughs> playing a walking blister on turn two against against a uh, one red feels all like, like Seal, Seal of Doom, Doom. Yeah, uh, and then against like tokens as well. It's like if you, once you have four mana, you're just like spend four mana to shoot down something. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's a very flexible card. Yeah, at the moment that's it, like, and. We're seeing it come up in a lot of decks that it wasn't traditionally in. Mm. Um, I played on Magic Online today against a teamer deck with Walking Blista as well, and it yeah. absolutely wrecked me. I was playing the Green White Tokens deck. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think it is a great, a great include. Yeah. Um, anything else that we want to talk about? I, to, the two commit memory is something that I was initially skeptical about, mm-hmm. but I think they're just a really flexible again out to anything in the format, yeah. anything weird that people are doing, like Carnage Tyrant or. Things that you don't, you can't normally deal with. Although yeah. you do have Gonti, so whatever. Um, 
yeah, just, you know, problem permanence on the stack, uh, or problem spells on the stack and problem permanence on the board, uh, commit is your, your way out there. It's basically yeah. kind of Vraska's Contempt 5 and 6, but in some ways even better than Vraska's Contempt. The deck also runs three Field of Ruins yeah. mm-hmm. uh, to shuffle away whatever it is. Yeah, for the uh, for those yeah for those that, that don't know, field rune is a forced shuffle effect for both players. Yeah, you can't choose not to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's clunky, but it does answer everything. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, It feels great when you're ahead and you have four mana on top to add, yeah. uh, commit in your hand. Uh, also, combos with Gondi, you can bounce one of your things and then Gondi it back, Gondi it off yeah. them. Yeah, uh, or put it to the bottom. If yeah, something better. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that deck just makes a lot of sense. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is just I mean, nothing, but nothing in this deck is as good as the Dusky Boys. That that, that was a card that yeah. I think I, I had to, I had to, I did be convinced that it was very very good. Yeah. So did yeah. you? It was like that was the big when we were talking about it in the hotel room on the Friday night. Yeah. It was like I was like this card must just be insane. That's how he's winning so much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think both of you guys were like, no, I don't know about that. Yeah. No, I agreed. Did yeah, you? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't agree. I didn't agree straight away because I'm oh, like, yeah. well, it's it's a fun one because I, I, I had previously right. played the one I was blue and bring like my black red. True. Yeah. Uh, true. Okay, true. Yeah. Deck with yeah, like, Chandra yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I really loved them. Yeah. And we had talked, and I think this is a big part of it about how Gifted Aetherborn just like isn't very good. Yeah. And like yeah. before, we were discussing it in the context of like, do you want to replace it with contraband kingpin? Yeah. But I also just don't think that card's very good. I think, no, I think, no. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. I, think it's I, 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 I mean, I think rationale for playing it over yeah. Gifted Aetherborn, but yeah. I think it's still it still is very low. I mean, I think like, contraband kingpin serves a better role in the sideboard of the blue black control deck. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah. Than gifted Aetherborn, just because it's very it's much more difficult to kill. Yes. Uh, yeah. With the average red removal spell. Yeah. But. It's not right for this deck, I don't think. No. And, like, even if you wanted... Like, it kind of does the same thing in that, like, you can't kill a Contraband Kingpin with an Abraid. You really don't even want to kill a Dusk Legion's Abraid. With anything. With yeah. anything. Yeah. Literal yeah. anything. And if they do, then great. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> then, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, obviously, the main drawback is they lose one life, but, I mean, you, you pay... Like, usually it's going to net you a life. Yeah. yeah, you're always going to like get to trade with something or chump block something where yeah. you end up ahead. Yeah. And yeah. a card ahead. Yeah. Well, maybe not a card ahead, but like... It's, it's like you're not a card of, down. It's kind of, yeah, you're not a card down and it's kind of like suspend or something like that, where like you spent the mana on turn two yeah. in order to save the life later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's really yeah. good for smoothing out your draws. Like the deck has 26 land, but it's very mana hungry, obviously. You want to get mm-hmm. to... Mm. You want to get to like nine mana for Scarab God or whatever. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it's a very sweet it's deck. Very... Um, the only thing that I would say is his sideboard guide never really cuts commit in any matchup, but I think I I do cut commit one of them in uh, in mono red. He's even gone up to an extra commit since yeah since, since the this. since the event. Yeah, and yeah, to be yeah. honest, I could even see not cutting the commit against mono red anymore because most of the mono red players are now going like for a go bigger plan with like yeah. Chandra's and. Glorybringers and stuff, which commit is actually very good against. They've uh, always been uh, after so. Yeah, but. I think more so now. And, okay. like, I've noticed almost that most mono-red players that I played against all weekend boarded in Aethersphere Harvester against me, which is not, like, the mm. most... It's not the most uh, intuitive board mm. in against, like, a blue-black mid-range deck. That seems terrible to board in. Yeah, but it's, like, it's actually a problem because you don't really have flyers. Mm. So okay. it actually does just keep getting in there. Yeah. Um, and like if you have to spend Vraska's Contempt on it that's really really bad that's true yeah okay I can see that um, sometimes you're okay because you can like you can fail push it if you have Revolt somehow yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, also Dusk Legion's are pretty good at getting Revolt 
Yeah, exactly. Because you are yeah. just happy to just always jump block with it. Also yeah. very good at crewing Aethers for Harvester, oh, your yeah. own Aethers for Harvester post yes. sideboard. Yeah. Um, uh, there's only one golden demise in the sideboard as well. I would put that up to two personally mm. um, because we're seeing like there's like a lot of white black vampires, uh, green white tokens decks online now. Mm-hmm. So I think I would personally up the numbers on the, on the golden demise. Yeah. Yeah. Is River's Rebuke kind of not doing the same job there? Though? It does do the same job, but River's Rebuke is six mana. It is six mana. Well, you you always get to six mana against the token decks, right? Probably, yeah. And I feel like it's... Sometimes you do get run over. And, like, the Golden Boys isn't always going to kill vampires. Like, they can have multiple lords. Yeah, it depends what type of yeah. version it is. Um, if it's the type with lots of Radiant Destinies, then, yeah, it's mm, not that great. Yeah. But I, I, the, the main the main card that it's good against is Adanto Vanguard. Yes, Which definitely. is a huge problem. Yeah. Walking yeah. um, Ballista also pretty good against Adanto yeah. Vanguard. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, very cool deck. Lots of play to it. Makes you feel like an absolute legend when you're playing it and you manage to win. They're the best kind of decks. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, as I said, that info will be in the show notes. Yes. Um, so I think that's going to do it for us this week. Mm-hmm. Um Thanks to Barry Cannon for our theme music. You can find his links to his YouTube and Twitter in, in the show notes. He recently just put up uh, a electric guitar cover of a Zelda song. I'm not sure which one. Okay, yeah, sweet. Check that out. I will. I love Zelda. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can email us, schoolcrackpodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at schoolcrack. And uh, that's it. Congratulations again to Keith. Yeah. Yeah. Well it's great Keith. that I don't we don't have to spend postage to deliver this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bring the glory. Keith, if you're listening, I will have emailed you by the time you hear this, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Um and that's it. Bye. Slon. Bye bye. to another country where we spoke a little bit of Spanish we spoke a little bit of Irish very little Spanish to be honest very little very very little Irish as well to be honest yeah. too um, what, the, our opponent that round spoke spoke Irish he did he said I'm 13 years old yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> which he was not he was not 13 no. years old that was all the Irish he remembered should have called a judge no, yeah. it, goes, uh, <laughs> it goes obsolete very quickly that, yeah. the Irish should have remembered yeah. um, so what I have open here now is uh the Rose Wallet Stone. We're going to look at cards that have been put through Google Translate over and over again. Yes. The same way we use Google Translate over and over again during the weekend. Yes. Uh, when you put something through Google Translate too many times, uh, enough times, uh, it comes out as nonsense. But nonsense, yes. that's still kind of related to what the card is. So, so I'm going to the biblioteca. Yes. And so I'm going to read out some nonsense. Um, some nonsense that's been, that's been translated back and forth many times back into English. Okay. Uh, I'll read the card and you're going to tell me what the card is. All right. So these are all cards that I know you know about. Okay. okay. And the listeners at home probably would not buy these cards too. Okay. All right. Uh, so this is, I know we kind of went through different durations and this is the best way to say it, but I'll just read out the uh, the real text first. Okay. okay. Anyway, this, this is a creature. Okay. Okay. Right. The first request, C4 in the library, the card can be shown. He said one of the magical birthday card or postcard wants to be the king. <laughs> 
Uh, Augur of Bogus. No. Uh, Gonti? No. Oh, it's, um, look at the top four. It's what a, is that? It's a creature. Um, those are the only two cards that actually, I can think of that look at the top four. <laughs> it actually does not look at the top four at all. Oh, it doesn't? Current, oh, well, I, I don't know. I don't, so four must just be Donson's thrown in here. Okay. Um, Seagate Oracle. Type, the card type is Animal. Human Rights Wizard. It's a human, human Rights, rights Wizard. wizard. Yeah. It's like my character from D&D. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's... Well... Okay, anything else give away. The, name. The, name, it, the, name, the name will give it away straight away. Is, oh, it, is it Dark okay. Confidant? No, it's no. a blue card. Okay. Snapcaster Mage? No. Um, I'm trying to think of human wizards. Baral. So it has to do with the top of the library? Yeah. Okay. And it's not Dark Confidant, it's mine. Um, uh, hmm. no, no, I thought you were going to say when you just had the top of the I library. I mean, we already, we already had Dark Confidant, right? Size yeah, no price. true. Size <laughs> no price, that's so good. Uh, uh, okay, let's go formats. Okay, is right. Standard card? No. Modern. Yes, but not really. Frontier. No. <laughs> it's a legacy. Yeah, definitely legacy. Okay. Legacy card. Is um, it um ah, lads? I can't uh... we just discussed it at length. Did we? Did we? What? Hiding Delver. Oh it's Delver Secrets. Uh, Hiding Delver. Of course it is a human wizard as well. Damn it. Damn it. Yes. Oh my god. I can't human rights wizard. <laughs> I'm seeing okay. I'm uh, anti Delver, so I don't feel bad I didn't get that. Mm. Okay. Um so I'm gonna say uh this so uh, this is another creature. Uh, this creature so has the name of the creature in the text, so I'm going to say uh, creature. Uh, this adults, a generation of adults. Four cards. One attempt to use a database library for cardiac hunting crashes and then use the library. <laughs> uh, the favorite text is the the five the firefighters were killed and the dead buried in the forest nursery. That actually almost sounds like coherent flavor text. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Very close. I don't, that, that might just be the favorite text for it. I don't know. Um, the, th- the, cre- uh, the, the card type is Office Water Shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that doesn't help a lot. Yes. Sorry, sorry, read the rules text again. No, it, adults, a generation of adults. Four cards. One attempt to use a database library for cardiac hunting. Crashes. And then use the library. Is, is this collective company? Idea. No, it's a Damn creature. It. It's a creature. Oh, it's a creature. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. think of it, and then, then so and then use a library. What do you think that means? And then shuffle. And then shuffle your library. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, a creature that makes you shuffle your library. Imperial recruiter. No. No. Uh, it's a green card. Green uh, card. Is it? Uh, it's a modern two mana card. Yeah, modern. Two uh, mana modern card that makes you shuffle your library. Two mana green modern card. That yes. Makes you shuffle your library. Uh, Sakura tribal. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's a uh, Sakura is a father of three children. <laughs> That's the name of the card. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got um. Alright, oh, this, this is one of my favourites. Alright, this is, um, uh, the type, card type is Treasure Video. <laughs> okay. okay uh, so it has a keyword, so the keyword is Short Life. Uh, if I was to read out to remind the text of the keyword, I'd probably give it away. Okay. okay. Uh, I'll read it out later if you get stuck. Uh, create a plus four, plus four, and have important vigilance and functions which cannot be used. It's a uh, battery skull. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this skull, sure. according, so you pay three, the skull according to the owner of the dough. And then uh, another ability, the sun's device. Five. Pay five. Oh, wait, yeah, what? Yeah. Sorry. You pay five to bounce it. Oh, the sun's, the sun's device. device. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's uh, yeah, short yeah, life. The sun's device. Yes. <laughs> the well-known ability, sun's device. The, the reminder text for a short life is uh, boats are black at zero, zero animal after war. <laughs> the tool comes into play. <laughs> this is the skull of the flower dough. Nice. Because <laughs> I think it's like batter. Batter must have become flower, flower dough. dough. Holy shit. <laughs> that is pretty amazing. <laughs> the skull of the flower dough. <laughs> Alright, this is a card type. It's a, apparently the electronic box. 
<laughs> oh my god. All right. There's a, there's a proper noun of this, which I'll just say name, right? Because the name will give it away straight away. Right, right, right. right. These animals dressed at any time in history, John, name. Select dozens of John from these abstractions. <laughs> sorry, are you Wait, putting in the word John? John? Yeah, sorry, no, no. So instead of, no, John is already here, right? Okay, okay. okay, okay. When I'm saying name... It's, There's another name. It's another name. The name oh, okay. is in the card. Okay. Right. Okay. So, so sorry. Um, start again. So right. These animals dressed up at any time in history. John. Name. <laughs> Select okay. dozens of name from the abstractions. So it's a uh, three things, three abilities. Uh, make sure in a church plus two plus two in the final. It's. Uh, I know what this is. No way. So, I don't. Oh, you'll know what it's here. You'll know this one. It's a sure target minus minus target minus one minus one is oh, available until the end of the turn of the filming. But you said plus two plus two for the first one. Yeah, but this one here says plus two plus two. Oh. No, it is plus two. Wait, wait, what are you thinking of? Umazawa's Jute. Yeah, what this says. It gives, sure. plus, it gives plus two plus one. Well, well, when you translate it back and forth, <laughs> it says plus two plus two. You can also uh, have another life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, uh, he, to- he tomato is two. He tomato. So it says John Umazawa, does it? Uh, yeah, these, these animals are dressed at any time in history, John Uzumawa. Uh, it's to name the card is dozens of dozens of Uzumawas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I oh like, like cards. All right, this is one of my favorite cards. Okay, um, it was, all right. This will be the last one. Oh, well, last one. We'll do this a little more, maybe. Uh, okay. We, we could okay. do this. We could literally do this all day. There's, there's one that was very relevant. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay, we go two, two more. Two, two more, right? right. Two okay, more. This one is uh, an imitation nether. <clears throat> Okay. An imitation nether. Leather, yeah. Leather. Yeah. Imitation okay. leather. Okay. You can pay one and tap. You have long legs and a ball leaving the confusion of war. Confusion in hand in order to destroy the weave. All in all, at least not important. <laughs> <laughs> it is time left to destroy the orb. It's... Uh, the name it? of the card is A Bowl of Questions. <laughs> is it a chaos orb? It's chaos orb. Yeah, it's oh good. my god. A bowl of questions. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, last one. Okay, this is a library card and card hand. You will lose the same amount again already. Uh, ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Ah, very good. <laughs> annoying, again already. Annoying again ads. Already. Annoying ads. <laughs> annoying ads. Do what's the favorite text of ad nauseum? Do you know what it is it? Uh, Actually, the favorite text of ad nauseum is like really long. It says like um. It's a, I, I draw my deck and then cast Lightning Storm holding priority targeting you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, the, the favorite text is something like uh, he always thought it would be his life's work until it leaked over into the afterlife. Oh, that's pretty Where cool. This one is a uh, traffic restriction has stopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. All right, we should leave it there. I think we should leave it there. Oh, God. Yeah, it says when the task spilled over into one deck, he stopped calling it his life's work. Oh, cool. that's, that's yeah. much better. You were close. You were close. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it. Bye. Traffic restriction has stopped. <laughs>